Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How are we doing today, Rob? I don't know, Wayne. How are you? This I'm seems like fine. it's going to be a very angry episode. No, I'm not angry. I just, I said I like to be prepared. Okay, air, buddy. Here our dirty laundry in front of everybody now, or should we? Let, let's see a nice big smile. Let's see a big Wayne Highlander smile there. Smile. There you go. a boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, so, what'd you do this weekend? You showed me how was, we were together in Nashville. Yep. You showed me some nice fish. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm learning my electronics better and better as I go along with my bass fishing. And so, I, uh, I got on a big school of bass. And um, it's really been fun with the electronic trying to figure them out. So, yeah. So got a little bit of fishing. Well, in. you know what was funny? You were showing me your electronics, and um, I don't know. I think it was maybe seven or eight years ago. I bought a hummingbird fish finder. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I was looking at when you were showing me pictures of your your electronics, it was kind of making me laugh compared to the electronics that I had. You know, yours looked like something out of NASA. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I actually, and you could see. Yeah. Go ahead. I actually think that uh, it's going to get to a point in, uh, in fishing that the electronics are too much. That there's just, they're going to, it's just too much. It's changed the game completely. It's all about computers now. It's all about that that electronics. That there's guys fishing now tournaments that don't know anything about seasonal patterns. They don't know anything about the life cycle of a bass, but they know electronics really, really, really well. And uh-huh. um, it's changed the game. And I don't know if I like it. So well, the electronics that I had, like like I said, yours look like something you would see in NASA x-rays and stuff yeah mine just had like little fish floating around yeah some would be bigger fish Mm -hmm. but it was really like the shape of a you know the goldfish you know the goldfish you eat yeah yeah and they would be bigger and smaller right and i'd be like yeah they're oh right there right there and don't believe none of that oh so my cousin and my son started fishing with me you know they well we always all fish together but when I got this new, this new uh, fish finder, I was like, "Oh, it's there, right there, right." And yeah. So they were just starting to really mock me and and laugh at me. And finally, Bum says to me, "He goes, Dad, you, why are all the fish going the same way?" <laughs> and it was they, it was like they'd be floating by uh-huh. on this, right? But never anybody going this way. Yeah. It was always mm-hmm. always that way. I I, I said, oh, "Geez, I, you know, I don't know." And then. It got to the point where we really weren't catching fish when we saw them on the fish finder. So they had this, they said that it's probably some guy laying in bed in Brooklyn who's just kind of typing it in on a computer mm-hmm. and getting you all <laughs> jazzed up and everything, you know, about this, uh, this fish finder. Well, you're not alone uh, in that because I would conservatively say 90% of the guys that have fish finders don't really know how to use them. Nowhere near to the extent of what they can do. It's, I was, it's true. I was definitely one of them. Uh, yeah. All right. I use my I use mine more as a depth finder than yeah. Well, I can't, can't go over there. It's too shallow. Yeah. See the fish <laughs> finder. 
you're almost better off in some cases. If you don't know how to use them, they'll drive you out of your mind and ruin your day. So it, oh. it takes a long time to get to use them properly. It came with quite an extensive book, but yeah, go on YouTube. All right. Oh. It was really good to see you today or yesterday in Nashville, Rob. Um, uh, we were both there on a mission and um, I am so excited about it, man. This has been, this has been a, a long time coming and we are uh, starting out with a new training center in Nashville, re revamping it, doing the whole nine yards, a new location. Uh, what, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, first, I want to give a shout out to Mike Betts. I mean, this is a, this is kind of a sad day, but it's also a, a great day. You know, now we're getting uh, a brand new training center in Nashville, but um we're going to miss an old friend. I mean, we're still going to see him and everything. Oh, yeah. But just to give a shout out. I and mean, we had Mike on a few shows ago. Um, just one of the best guys I ever met in the industry. And, you know, our training center was in um, in part of his building. He rented a, or he, you know, let us have a section of his building. And, man, I think we were there for six or seven years. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how that happened. I was uh, as a territory manager in Nashville and, uh, and I wanted a training center. I wanted my own training center. You know, we have training centers across the country, but we didn't have one in Nashville. It wasn't in the budget and it was in nobody's plan to have one there, but I, I really, really wanted one. And, uh, you know, uh, since it wasn't in the budget, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I, it was an expense obviously. So I was telling Mike, I was driving with him and I said, Mike, I'm looking for a place in Nashville. I can have a training center, man, but uh, it's probably a long shot. If you just keep in mind, if you see something, let me know. He goes, I, I know the perfect place. I said, really? He goes, yeah. And he goes, the, cheap, the rent is going to be really, really cheap. I said, oh man, I'm interested. So he drove me around the block and drove me back up into his location. He rolled up, he rolled up the, the door and go, here's your, here's your new training center. And I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah. I said, all right, man, I'm, I'm, this is cool. We'll do it. And uh, like you said, he's been very generous. And we had some great schools out of there. Really, uh, you know, Nashville is a, is a destination place now. There's no getting around. It is one of the most exciting places in the country. Uh, there's so much to do downtown, so many great restaurants, so much entertainment. The music industry is there. Uh, to, have, to have a first-class training facility there now, this is... Oh, I just couldn't be more excited. Yeah. Yeah. And we have had some... I wish we could do like a video flashback of some of the crazy things that happened at the Nashville school. But the one that always sticks out in my mind was, uh, oh man, I got, I, I'd have to look their names up. Remember the three kids from Kentucky? Yeah. Who did the, who brought the flamethrower? Burn, burn the floor with the flamethrower. Yeah. Burn the floor. And we were doing floor burning and uh, they actually gave one to you and I remember. Yeah, I sure do remember that. Yep. Yep. And I still hear from those guys a lot. They'll call me up and run stuff by me. And, but uh, I do remember flaming up the floor and um, you wanted to get a shot from the ladder. So you climbed up yeah. the ladder. Yep. And I remember when you got to the top, the look on your face, you're like, we have to stop right now. Yeah. That was not in the uh, bona playbook. <laughs> I guess it was the, that's when you really found out that heat really does rise. Yeah. There. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Well, that was a little bit out of, out of, uh, <laughs> out of left field, but Hey man, that's how you make things happen. That's how you uh, find out where the boundaries are. You know, you do it right before you burn the building down. So right. yeah. 
push no. it right to the limit. Good. I think sometimes our Nashville schools, we had more stuff happen after the school was over than it was during the school. Cause yeah. it seemed like when the school ends in Nashville, nobody really, uh, nobody really left immediately. Cause a lot of it, I think was destination. So they would hang out. And I just remember those, those Woodburn and guys from Kentucky, they hung out. And yeah, we've had so many, so many fun classes down there. I mean, all the guys from Michigan and, and, and Pennsylvania that came down to the classes and then they hang out and we go downtown and have a good time. And, uh, uh, some really good location as far as uh, a place to eat and everything, like I said, and, uh, and that hot Nashville chicken right down the road from us uh, is, a, is a good time. And um, you care for that. Do you eat that chicken? You know, it's funny. Um, after you after I left you, Jeremiah and I went and stopped and I and I and I and I got a piece of I, I love fried chicken. I never eat it. Maybe I maybe maybe once or twice a year. And I was there and went, oh, God, man, it sounds good. So I did. And uh, I got the medium, which was too hot like way too hot for me and it was the medium so yeah but I, oh man it's i love when when they say nashville hot man that is that is a different kind of hot yeah when it comes back red no chicken isn't meant to be red <laughs> no i don't know what they put on that but that's a that's a danger sign um classes we have coming up in there for 2022 um man uh with this location that we have now the things that we're going to be able to do there and not only with the, with the wood floor guys, for sports guys, too, if you want to bring sports guys down there. Well, the, I think the, the layout that we have there, um, we're going to have, you know, on one side, we're going to have a nice 25-foot run. Mm -hmm. So we'll be able to bring sport guys in. We'll be able to bring the facility solution guys in. We'll be able to um, bring in some commercial contractors, mm -hmm. um, you know, who are looking to clean and recoat. You can do the key. Uh, larger spaces. You can do a key with the spork guys, mm -hmm. Jansan guys. I, I mean, I love having the, I just love having the size of that, uh, yeah. that facility, you know. Um, um, so, because on one side, we're going to have a deck that's going to be about 16 wide by 25 long. And then on, the other side, we're going to have another deck that's going to be 25 by 10. So yeah. I think you and I had talked about also, uh, we're going to do a couple of uh, temporary walls if we need to, so we can mm -hmm. break it down into four or we can keep it at two large. I think we're just going to have a lot of, uh, a lot of options that, um, that we just didn't have before. You want to talk about our, our, who we have coming to work for Boner or you want to hold off on that? Oh, no, 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 definitely. I want to talk about that. Uh, now? I don't know if we've mentioned it before, but Mike Dittmer is coming. He's going to join the training team. I think he actually starts uh, Monday, November 1st is his first day. Yeah. Um, on a future show, I'd like to have Mike and D on and um, really let Mike tell everybody, the listeners and everybody uh, who's going to be attending the bonus schools and everything. Uh, just hear his story michael did and i think it's uh i i'm really happy to you know excited to have him and dion just you know it's really a new day for training yeah you know for for bona to have a guy like uh like like mike you know um i think the world of him and i think you have to 
you have to put him in the top echelon of, of uh, in, installers and four guys in the country and have him going, having him go, come to work for Bona and everything that he brings to the table with all his years of experience and his teaching and his knowledge. And he's such a humble guy that uh, it's just going to elevate the, the, the classes and it's just going to be so much fun. And, and uh, I mean, what a, what a team. I mean, you guys yeah. are, you guys are, it's going to be, it's going to be a run, man. It's going to be pretty cool. I, I mean, uh, I, I just, there's just so many options now that we'll have. I mean, we've really, you know, it's really just been D and I for a couple of years now. And to have a guy like Mike coming in, we can really start to um, dial in different types of trainings. You know, I mean, we're going to have another, you know, another hand on deck, but you know, a guy like Mike, we're going to be able to do some expert stuff. Now we're going to be able to do some um, individual color schools, um, install schools. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, one thing that, that we get a lot of calls about now is, uh, you know, coating Chevron mm-hmm. and herringbone floors. It's just, boy, that just came I, so fast in, in the last couple of years. And, and with Dittmer now being able to come in and, and with you, I think too, uh, I mean, you think? I know you want to do uh, some adhesive glue down schools, which I've been, Yep. You know, been wanting to see and do for, you know, years now, because I know that there's just such a huge group of guys out there like myself, especially in the Northeast that now we really never did glue down. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, with the wider so, planks and things like that, it's, you know, it's a must. I think, so, I think the first school in Nashville is going to be an installation. We have to do an installation school with Mike. We got, we got to have to do that. And that class will fill up in a heartbeat. And that's going to be yeah. the beginning of the year. I don't know what the schedule's not put out yet, but that is a can't miss class if you want to do some training. Uh, and it's just going to be off the charts. I, I, you know, I make no bones about it. And, and you know, Mike, Mike's a humble guy. If you hear me right now, you go, oh, stop talking about me. I don't want to, you know, don't make such a big deal about me. But I, I, I just think he's one of these guys in the industry. When you meet him, you're like, man, I wish I knew this guy uh, for for a long time. I mean, he's just, hey, he's just a special guy. So. Oh man, the elevating the elevating of the of the uh, the training uh, on that aspect of it is going to be fantastic, man. He's going to learn a lot from you. Uh, I've said it before. I don't I don't care. I don't it sounds like a homer or whatever. I think you're the best trainer in, in the damn business. Uh, I've said it. I make no. I put the line starts behind you. Um, uh, as much as I, you know, you know, you may be mad before Thank the you show. Very much. I appreciate. You may that. be mad before yep. the show started today, and I see I'm already over it. Yeah, but I, take but, I, but I have to be honest. Yeah, you, I think you do a phenomenal job, man, and you relate to people like no other. So, I just think this is going to be phenomenal for us. And and not only, the, I mean, this is the Nashville school, but there's going to be schools obviously all across the country. We'll go up into Canada again, do schools up into Canada, do some different things. And and uh, we we you talk about excited about what's going to come in the training in the next year. I mean, we are all all in. So it's going to be very cool. Yeah. And well, I mean, now that we've added Mike to the team too, um, you know, not to let the cat out of the bag here, but we're also going to get back really involved in the NWFA schools and where Mike has been, I think he was working with the NWFA. Well, now he's you know, going to be representing Bona at these NWFA classes. And um, when Dee and I were working on the schedule today, 
know, because we have Mike now, we, we added probably a half a dozen more schools than we, we did last year. So, yeah. uh, you know, the great part about having Mike now is we're just, we're just expanding training. You know, we're just going to have more classes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the other thing too about 2022 is really in the first, in the first couple of months, we're still playing a little bit of catch up, getting everybody who had signed up last year for classes. Mm -hmm. And because of COVID restrictions and everything, uh, we really couldn't, you know, we did as best we could, you know, but um, we're going to have everybody caught up, you know, within the first two months of 2022. And then, and then that's it. The ball is going to drop and we're Katie bar the door. Yeah. 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 And to have a guy like Mike join in the team. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just going to be fantastic. You know, Training is going to be really exciting next yeah. year. And this guy, I mean, you know, he works in a high end market, works in Chicago area. And uh, like I said, um, what he brings to the table, man, I just going to be fantastic for us. I just, I'm stoked about it, man. I want, it makes me, I, you are, I've told you before, I love, I miss the trainings. I miss being able to go to the classes. I don't get to do as many as I'd like, but we will start adding some more moisture mitigation classes as well. And that would get me, get me in there and we'll get Mike involved uh, somehow, uh, take advantage of his experience. So. Well, he's, yeah. I mean, he's, you know, I think he's a piece of the puzzle that we've always been missing. Um, couple of years ago when we did our expert school our expert install you know the bona expert install mm-hmm. and d says to me hey uh, well we're gonna do our expert install school in november you know i'd like you to head that up and i said d i'll be honest with you i am not an expert installer okay that expert install for me is a three inch and maybe a nice brazilian cherry border or something mm-hmm. like that I said, that's a, the extent I said, I can drop medallions, work a router. I can do things like that. I said, but I can't do Wayne Highlander stuff. Okay. I can't, I'm not there, but Mike is. So, I mean, he adds just a whole new dimension to now, if you want to put in a 60 lane bowling alley, yeah, I'm, I'm your guy. Yeah. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, you know, 12,000 foot gym. Hell yeah. That little production. Sure. But, uh, you know, carving fish coming out of logs and stuff like that. That's that's a whole different mindset. We uh, we'll we'll throw some of those pictures up on the uh, on the podcast and uh, channel so you can see some of those. Uh, what of a bowling alley or no, fish the, coming the, out of the log? The bone expert school we did, yeah, a few years ago. We did we did a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, and they were great. I mean, but uh, like I said, yeah, I go, I'll go and facilitate and help out and yeah you know i'll i'll be right there with them but man i can't do some of the things that these guys do actually it was cool going to the expert school because um that one actually mike was an instructor at that yep. and uh, uh who and lenny hall was there and um we've had uh, jason uh jason elquist uh, he elquist. was so and imagine got, that that was uh that was the expert school we, that i got to help out at we don't those we, three guys we had uh the guy that arguably had the most visible floor in the history of hardwood floors gary horvath uh who did that stairs that iconic set of stairs he was there and did a smoking smoke oh okay smoke. that was um that was an expert school that you did with bona yeah i wasn't at that one yeah that was the first one yeah i did yeah. the second one there okay 
And so it's funny when you said uh, about being there, just uh, I remember when I was an apprentice carpenter and um, I just, you know, really green. I was maybe, I don't think I was in it a year. And they gave me this, this is your journeyman you're going to be working with, right? And it's a four-year program. And this guy is the best guy on the job. Every, I mean, everybody said, oh, Doan, Doan is the guy, man. He, he's very, very difficult to work with, but man, you're going to learn a lot from him. You guys are incredible. So I was, you know, I was eager and I, I showed up to work with him and I said, hey, you know, you know, when you got so much energy, you're like, yeah, I want to, I want to go, but you don't know where to go. You know, I, I don't go, I got all this energy going 90 miles an hour, but I don't know where I'm going. And, uh. <laughs> I said, well, what do you want me to do? He said, well, just relax, kid. He goes, every once in a while, just, I'll have you pull the shorts out of my ass. And other than that, just stay out of my way. That was my, that was my, that was my, uh, and that's the guy who told me later. That's your apprentice program. That's my apprentice program. And that's the guy who told me later, he goes, the more I teach you, the less I know, which was the mentality back then. Like, you know what I mean? He didn't want to teach me anything because, you know, he thought uh, somehow I might get his job. And, you know, yeah. I, I, it's like, dude, if that's, if that's going to happen, it's going to happen 10 years from now, the bare minimum. You're, <coughs> you're an expert at what you do, and I'm a journeyman. I'm an apprentice, so. Yeah. But, guys were, guys did in the old days. I think that's a huge difference. And I know we've had this conversation before, but that's a huge difference between the old timers and what's going on today. Yeah. I don't know if social media did that or uh, think, what, but. Think, so many guys are just can't wait to share no. and help out and call. You can, you can just about pick up the phone and call whatever you see online. You could probably pick up the phone, call somebody and say, geez, how'd you do that? Yeah. And, and you know what? They, they do everything they could to tell you how they did it. Social media didn't start that. You know who started that? The NW, you, did yeah. you start that? No, I didn't start that. <laughs> um, the NWFA started that. I credit the I credit the NWFA for that, and maybe oh, NAFMA. I don't know. I, I wasn't around NAFMA those trainings back then, but I, I guess either one of those or both of those you could you could credit for that. So I I, I have to ask you, Rob. And you know, I told you I went out to I went out to the hot chicken place when you and I were there, and and, yeah. I, and I said goodbye to you and hey, have a good trip back. And I'm going to take off, and I was headed home. I didn't invite you to to go eat with me at the uh, at, for the hot chicken. Can't imagine why. Yeah, what the hell is that on your lip that I, <laughs> that I can't I, I can't I can't stop staring at? Is I it? apologize to our our faithful, but uh, this is my cancer. Well, I'm cancer free now. Oh, you are cancer free. I am cancer free. They okay. took a, it was called I had Mohs surgery. M O H S. Okay. Surgery, and they go in and they cut a slab off and they test it mm -hmm. and then if they still find some cancer they cut a little bit deeper okay. and then test that and you're awake while they're doing this you know you're all numbed up and everything yeah. and they just they just keep cutting and checking so that way they don't have to you know cut down on my chin yeah they can just cut enough off till there's no more cancer and um so with me they they had to do three slivers hmm. and then on the third sliver you know what they say, man, third time's a charm. Okay, and they got it. They got it. And then, uh, so what you're seeing now is like all the stitches and they stitched up and. Okay, well, it looks painful. It uh, it doesn't feel that bad, a little numb, okay. nothing Okay. Nothing too big, but um, they gave me all sorts of pain meds and everything. And 
and I am definitely not trying to be a tough guy here, but mm-hmm. I, I looked at Pauline and I go, what the, I, I, I wonder if there's something wrong. Cause I can't really, I don't feel like taking any pain meds. Yeah. I don't, you know, feel anything, but when I, when I knew that it was, you know, yeah. superhuman, you know what I mean? I guess I can tell you now, when I saw you in Nashville, I went in the bathroom and took some pain meds. It probably makes it easier for you for when you travel, though, I would imagine, getting on planes. You got the whole road to yourself now. Well, the good thing is, is I'm wearing a mask all the time. So oh, yeah. People don't know what the hideous oh. freak is behind the mask. Wow. You, know? you should drop yeah. the mask some, once in a while. Get close <laughs> to someone, drop the mask. Say, I'm sorry, what, what, you got the time on you? And you have all the place to yourself. Do you, do you have a gauze? I need to, it's yeah. weeping. I yeah, need to clean this up a little bit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. And the stitches are, uh, they're not like regular stitches. I guess they dissolve or something. Okay. So every once in a while, I can feel the stitches. and Dissolving? Dissolving, hmm. yeah. Well, well, I'm glad, uh, in all seriousness, I'm, I'm glad that that doesn't, you said that doesn't, that's not contagious, right? So it doesn't well, like when I when I give you the bro hug, it didn't no way any of that could have I mean I'm okay, right? Well it probably wouldn't hurt to go see your dermatologist. Okay. All right. You're a fair skinned guy like me. Yes. You're a redhead and everything. Yeah. yeah. Have you been checked? Um, dermatologist well, I went to uh, one dermatologist once because Judy forced me to, and I just thought it was like a regular thing. And the ladies like take off all your clothes and like she's examining me like not like apes pick ticks off of other people other apes like, yeah that's what they're supposed to yeah, do yeah that's what she's raising my arm and looking at my back and everything and all that. So i guess i checked out okay but oh, good it is a concern in all seriousness it is very much because i you know i fish a lot as you say on the weekends um and um you know this i've got actually got gloves and all kinds of stuff that cover up now i guess it's gonna be a freak um well the the guy who who did all my stuff here he said that this is a direct thing from sunburns no kidding and he goes he goes usually guys you know everybody you know everybody and you know i can't go out in the sun without pauline chasing me out and Mm -hmm. and greasing me down with that stuff right but um even when you were kids and everything everybody would always forget to do your lips yeah what do you do your lips with um well there's um there's like lip lip uh um, what are, you know like a chapstick that also yeah. has sunblock in it mm. it's awful. so so now i got that because he did say oh i saw something over here he goes it's not cancerous but it's some blah 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 food from it's... lunch <laughs> no that's some, I had, mac- I had, some dried macaroni and cheese i had pizza right. for lunch yeah he said that's sun you get he goes you got a little sun damage and he goes it's always on your lower lip Hmm. nobody gets sun damage on their upper it's always on the lower he says you got a little bit of sun damage there he goes so you know make sure every time you go outside that you really you know put that uh, lip protection on with the sun blocker whatever they call it and you're a fisherman yeah well this, that, that's the selfish part of me because when i hear you i'm just thinking what what are the effects of me so now when i i gotta start remembering to use more or uh, I'm, not, I'm bad about it, to be honest with you. The sunscreen is... Oh, I was... Yeah, I'm the worst. I remember I was, we worked with a guy. You worked with him, too. I won't say names, but he was out of Texas. And he used to use, like, moisturizer cream on his face all the time. And um, he was a half, half-assed, good-looking guy. 
but you know, he was like in his thirties when we knew him, whatever. He, he would use like moisturizer on his face and all kind of stuff like that. And he's go, what's the matter with you? You're from, you're from Texas. Like, why, why, are you using, why are you coloring your hair and using moisturizer, man? I mean, that's, that, that, what are you doing here? You're from Texas. He goes, what's that got to do with anything? Ah, I just don't see John Wayne or anybody using moisturizer on your face. But maybe, you know, the guy, maybe, maybe he had something. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah, when he doesn't have one of these yeah. at my age. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a trade-off. You know, something else that's going to be great about um, having the Nashville Training Center and don't get me wrong. I mean, my home training center is one in New Jersey. Okay. And man, we have just had some spectacular schools there. We had great information. Um, we've had lots of fun. We, you know, I think, um, one of the ones that sticks off my head in New Jersey, we did a, the Christmas school where, uh, the, the Bona instructors dressed up as elves. I dressed up as Santa for a morning there and um you know we've just had some great schools there but it's really not like hey you know what i'm thinking i'm gonna gather up all my guys and we're gonna fly out to newark new jersey and and go to the school and have some great times at night okay mm-hmm. you know manalapan maybe not the the place to go well new york city new york city is still about an hour and a half away yeah, I was going to say, you could still fly your wife in and, and, and stay the weekend. And... You could, right, you could do that. Yeah. But, man, for a guy who wants to bring his guys out, have some great times at night. I mean, you and I have talked about the music scene at Nashville, mm-hmm. the food, the music. the What's that main street where everything happens? Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there, yeah. there you Not go. That tough. What a crazy name yeah. that is. Yeah. Huh? yeah, who knew? Right. I mean, I said it before, it's one of the only places I've ever seen Pauline sit down, listen to music, and have a couple of drinks. You know, we just, and it's, I mean, I've seen so many crews. It does seem to, a lot of crews come down from Pennsylvania. Have you noticed yeah. that? Well, there, I'll tell you what, there's some great contractors in Pennsylvania. I, I love those guys, man. I have had some great, some of my best times there without the, without the, those guys out at night and, and doing stuff and hanging out and getting to know those guys. Uh, yeah. Good, good, good folks, man. So, I mean, that's what I just love about this Nashville is we're, we're just going to have an absolute kick-ass training center where guys can come down, get some really great training during the day. And then at night you bring your guys out and show your boys a good time. You know, I, I think we have to, we cannot, uh, finish this podcast and we're getting to the end here without without mentioning jeremiah strong our territory manager in that market who does a, a phenomenal job i mean a really really good job and he his territory goes down into uh alabama and mississippi and louisiana uh he'll bring some of those guys back up with the training and i, I just I, like i said i'm stoked about it man I, I i'm a little bit jealous uh, but I will damn sure be there for those trainings for the first one, especially the, the, uh, the installation school. I don't know what it's going to be. It, it'll be sold out. I mean, in, in a, probably before it's even announced. So you heard it here first. So, okay. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. And I uh, appreciate listening. And uh, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please do stay tuned for another episode.